0: Hi everyone, you're now listening to episode 67 of the Tilt and To The Podcast, hosted by me, Tabriz. And me, Faisal. Welcome back to yet another episode of the
1: Tilt and To The Podcast. How are we doing, Faisal? I'm doing well. We've had a week off. We have. An unfortunate week off. Yeah, an unplanned um, week off. A week of nationwide grieving. Yeah, definitely. Queen Lizzie.
0: Queen Lizzie, the death of Queen Elizabeth. Rest in peace. I don't know how to say that anymore. I'm being extremely sincere there. I don't want to make a joke of that.
1: It is true. Initially, initially, um, I just thought, you know, it's bound to happen at some point. I think. Wow. Okay. (laughs) No, it's true though. You know, obviously, you get to the age of ninety-six. I mean, it was inevitable at some point. Yeah. Health deteriorating, but yeah, I mean, it is. Once you see the funeral and the whole like procession and the whole mm. the whole process. Yeah. It does bring it back to you, doesn't it? It does. And it it was a little emotional. Insane as well, the whole I guess event of it all, the yeah. spectacle. Yeah. I mean they uh, smashed it. They did. They, they did, did, you know, especially a lot of the time you see things like that and I feel like obviously it's unbelievably hard to organize, but I feel like there's always something that goes wrong or there's always going to be a moment that like goes around as a yeah. meme. Or it goes on Instagram. <laughs> As a meme, yeah. But No, I mean it was pretty seamless. They actually smashed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The practice paid off. <laughs> and it was, it was amazing to watch, it was wasn't yeah. it? It was. What a spectacle. A good Yeah, scene I
0: think we heard this morning, wasn't it? What four point one billion people, over half of the world's know, population mad, tuned mad, in. Mad. So yeah. And imagine if you're an American or That's what i saying, yeah. Some, you you know, to be someone English. who isn't from England. Watching that. yeah. People must be thinking, who are these crazy I know. Where people? where are they living? What land yeah, is Yeah, I this? know. What is this Disney for, you know? But, yeah,
1: amazing. And, yeah, rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in peace, rest Queen in peace Elizabeth. Sure. And, uh, yeah, I didn't see myself on the list, but did have some pride um, yeah. over the weekend, well, I'm especially. Gonna, I'm going to drop a little story here. Oh, God. I'm going to drop a little <laughs> story I know. Does it end with you crying? If it does, uh, I don't want to no, know. No, no, no. It, it, right. it starts...
0: With a very young to breeze, oh uh, god, the, yeah, the tender I know this story. age of ten. Going all
1: the way back, are we?
0: Yeah, well, I met her. I know you did. I trust met me. her.
1: Trust me, I know you did.
0: And this is a true story. I swear, I met her in just a t-shirt, and that was it. I even had my little Y-fronts on underneath my t-shirt in the freezing well, cold, in chance, the rain. Yeah, she did. She stopped with. Uh, yeah, she stopped, asked, "Oh, aren't you cold?" That's what I remember. I'm sure there was more to it, but, <laughs> but yeah, I met her. So, rest in peace. And Did now you, we have
1: queue uh, the twelve hours then to pay your tributes. Did I? Yeah. He put me on blast now as well. After <laughs> I said I just met. No, her. you skipped
0: the queue, didn't you? No, I'm not Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby. Oh mate. wow, cancel them. <laughs> I know, we saw, we were just talking about it earlier, weren't we? Apparently there's a petition going around. For anyone who doesn't know, David Beckham queued for, what was it, 12 or 13 hours. Fair play, man. Oh, yeah, massive. Massively massive fair display. play. I think he's won his knighthood now. Yeah. Um, But yeah, <coughs> Philip Schofield and
1: Ollie Willoughby. Skip the queue. Oh, and um, that has Dave ruffled Beckham. a few feathers, to Dave say the Beckham, least. Beckham, uh, without even realising it, has put everyone on blast to skip oh, the no, queue. Oh, no, exactly. He just puts it, made it everyone all look to the bad, forefront, did not it?
0: Yeah. Apparently this petition has got 13,000 signatures to axe both Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby. So. Watch this space. This morning <laughs> could look very different. <laughs> Uh, um, what else have we done? I mean, obviously, apart from that Amsterdam. huge news, yeah, we were, we were in Amsterdam over the UK, which coincided with obviously Queen yeah, Elizabeth's, Elizabeth's Queen passing. Elizabeth's but passing, yep. we had a great time. That was the first, wasn't it? We both said this. I felt like that was our first holiday, holiday, or like an actual break we've had because all of the other holidays we've had have yeah, not been very cultured time. and they've been, yeah, very party party. Um, so, this one pretty much we were in bed the whole time, But we? Well, we, <laughs> <partied>. we, <laughs> yeah, we, we? We still party. We still We did party. But it was very much more chilled yeah. and then yeah. uh, he got kicked out of the museum. Yeah. It's just funny, isn't it? Just funny. There's only two of us and somehow we always end up doing something stupid. So, yeah. Tilt and on tour. Tilt and two on tour. Tilt two on tour. But that sums up. Obviously, I think the big, the big talking point was, obviously, the death of Queen Elizabeth, and yeah. we we made the decision to, I think, like most of the world, as a mark of respect, yeah, we postponed this episode yeah. sixty-seven, but we are back, we are back, and we're putting this in the name of Queen Elizabeth, hundred percent, the second Queen Elizabeth the Great. Uh, so with no, no more delays, let's get straight into it. Before we do, as I said, no more delays.
1: Shameless plug at the socials. You can get us on Instagram at the TheTilton2. Twitter, Facebook at the TheTilton2. And, and again, plugging our YouTube, TheTilton2. Are, we, Tilt and are two. we putting
0: it out now? Because we've been talking about this. Exactly, And yeah. we've been saying it for weeks and weeks and weeks. So we're going to have a new video. We are. It's international break this week. No game for the Blue Boys. So, Faze, are yeah. we are we agreeing now? We
1: are agreeing, yeah. Okay. I don't know officially. <laughs> I mean, no. To be fair, our, our regular scheduled uploads were every Wednesday before. Mm-hmm. So, let's stick to that next Wednesday. Okay. There will be a new video marking, hopefully, the start of. The rebirth of our YouTube channel. With an updated background. background.
0: With an updated background, yeah. Hopefully
1: one that cooperates with us. Yeah, no mishaps as we've had before. Mm. And if you don't know what we're talking about, head back over. Exactly. Like, comment, share and subscribe. We've already got six videos, I believe, up there. I think it's seven. I could be wrong. Either way, enjoy the content (laughs) and new and updated content to come soon. Definitely. Like you said...
0: Next Wednesday, yeah. so watch this space. If we don't put it up, hold us accountable, it will be there. Right, let's get into the Blues news. I think maybe to start with, or actually let's go with, as we just mentioned, the international break. We've got some call-ups to announce, so some exciting ones, I think, and deserved. Uh, Bakuna, Jolinio Bakuna has got his call up to, and I hope I don't butcher this name, uh, Curacao. Yep. Scotty Hogan, Republic of Ireland. Well deserved. Mm -hmm. I think both players, especially after the month they've both had, I think, definitely right up there. We've got George Hall, getting a call up to the under-19s. England under-19s, that is. We've got Joey Bellingham, the under-18s, England, and... The big one for me, anyway. Jordan James, a full senior call up to the Wales squad. Yeah, well deserved.
1: Well deserved. Well
0: deserved, isn't it? Yeah, it I was is. very shocked to see that. I think Pretty he's got,
1: surprised, especially in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, because his game has time actually His game time,
0: yeah, definitely been reduced, hasn't it? But yeah, I mean, I think there's, there's two injuries in midfield that have mean he's got the call up. But man amazing and it's amazing that he's on the radar it also shows blues are on the radar you know that he's you know being noticed so I think well deserved it's only going to make him a better player think of the experience Mm -hmm. he's going to gain by playing with you know on the on, on the international stage with those players I mean the captain of Wales we don't need to mention it or say anymore Gareth Bale so yeah be interesting as well. See the player that comes back from the international break. If he's, you know, got a bit of a pep in his step, if he's got any more confidence, mm-hmm. I would, I'd imagine he would. So yeah, a massive shout out to all those lads who have got call ups for 100%. this international break. And for all the other lads, the blue boys, I guess a bit of a break over yeah. this international break. Yeah, And one that I think is definitely needed. It with how, is, yeah. I think in, certain positions we know how light we are on numbers and just looking at the past week the two fixtures which we'll go into a little bit later I think the game on Saturday you could kind of see the culmination of you know a bit of fatigue Mm. uh, and that seeping into the team so yeah I definitely think a well needed rest for the other guys right the next I think we should talk about is injury updates Yeah, and this is a bit patchy isn't it because some of them we just don't we just don't know mm. I don't know if this has a full you know or a clear view on it all still you know it's kind of trickled down where the players are where they're at when they're gonna come back so we've compiled to the best of our knowledge the injury update so let's start with Roberts big man Robbo he's got a hamstring injury Came off against uh, the Albion. And all we're hearing here is he's out for a number of weeks. That's all you know. That's all we've heard. And that came out of Eustace's mouth, I think, after the game. Or in the pre-press conference before the Cov game. So, a number of weeks. I think he gets his stick, doesn't he? Yeah. Definitely gets his stick. But for me, especially with our numbers being oh, yeah, low, so dips, it's dips, a huge yeah. loss and a huge yeah. blow. So, watch his space. George Friend, a player that could potentially step in for Robbo. Again, the injury, we don't even know what it is. It hasn't really been more a mention
1: of, you know, what the injury is. Yeah. I mean, it just seems like he's always just getting pushed back because one minute I'm hearing, okay, a couple of weeks, a few weeks, or he's coming oh, back yeah. into training. And then all of a sudden, it's um, again a few weeks that he's, but, well, you know, going to come back. Yeah, and I don't know if it's a reoccurring injury or what. But well, he did it apparently in the in, in an under twenty one
0: game against Millwall a couple of weeks ago, mm. and what we're hearing is two to three weeks. Yeah, but it is strange, isn't it? Because I can't remember what game it was, but a couple of weeks ago, again while he was injured, we saw him out there like getting involved with like the training staff, yeah, wasn't yeah, he? And yeah, the warm up for the game. I've heard so used
1: to say, yeah, he's getting back into training soon. Blah blah. But blah, he's but actually looks
0: like he's part of the
1: backroom staff. Yeah. He did that day. I can't remember what game it was, yeah. but. I mean he's clearly a good person to have around the changing room it's yeah. just whether uh, yeah we know he's good with the young lads and stuff definitely it's just whether he can you know get fit and get into the team but with Robbo out and the other injuries we have at centre back or
0: the centre back position yeah we need all of them back yeah. as soon as possible yeah right next one Gary Gardner calf injury a bit of good news here is we're seeing that or we've heard that It's looking at the end of the international break. So Mm. targeting a return for the Sheffield United game. Will he get straight back into the starting 11? Or will he sit on the bench? Who knows? But he is someone who, I mean, it's a shame before he got injured had just come back off an injury and then got injured again. But he played well. Showed his value. And for depth, yeah. I think one hundred percent it's a good thing to have him. I can't see him getting back in that starting oh, eleven no, no. immediately because what we've been playing Bielick, Chong, and Bakuna, I think, yeah. is definitely our, and then you've our got starting. You've got Hannibal bench. who's just biting, chomping at the bit to get on. Obviously he's a different player to uh yeah. to Gardner, but yeah, it's just fantastic for I guess, competition in the midfield. Keeping James. them all hungry. Exactly. George Hall. George Hall, exactly. You know, again, different players, but all playing that midfield yeah. role. So, exciting times again. This international break has come at a good time to get him back. Placetta, Placetta with a shin injury. Something you know all about, don't you? Mr. Mm. Shin splints himself. I do, I do. Another one a bit annoying we've been here in four to five weeks four to five weeks four to five weeks for the last couple of weeks and it's looking like yeah that's the latest we have had we haven't had any further timelines time scales of when he's going to come back or be back in contention so at the minute it's still looking like around you know a month period so watch his space i think again him coming back for depth is a big thing looks like it you know he's come in he looks like a bit of a nuisance. So I want to definitely see him be, be back uh, you know, in the picture anyway. Harley Dean. Mm. Harley Dean with a calf injury. So we know he hasn't had any pre-season and uh, hasn't had any game time. So when he comes back, I think we're going to have a bit of a bedding in period anyway. And what it looks like is he's probably going to be back in training in over the next week, so over mm. this international break, but I think yeah, we're not gonna see him featuring even after the international break, even if he is fit, let's say. I mean this was something that I kind of even dropped my attention because I was thinking as we've seen Robbo out and at the Cov game, you know, we saw Colin fill in, I was yeah. thinking, you oh, know, bring Dean in, bring Dean in. How far down the pecking order is he? But yeah, he's in fact injured. So will we see him feature before the January window? Will we see him leave? In the January window, who knows? But, you know, another bit of depth in that centre-back position. Mm. And should be back training or full training this week or or next week anyway. The latest, I think, is what we're hearing. Nico Gordon, big question marks around this. Not really hearing a lot. Even the injury itself, not fully known. Or not really confirmed anyway. Um, I think, so the latest we've got here is his training on grass which is good but isn't partaking in first team training i think he's training on his own so i think that's obviously clearly a delicate one they probably don't want him having full contact training just yet uh but from what we're hearing and what we're seeing is he is he is back training just on his own i think it is so Seems like he's going to be a bit away and he's another one who hasn't really had a pre-season. So will he feature when he is back and fit? I don't think so. I think it's going to be a bit of a bedding in period, but who knows, watch this space, let's see. The other one phase is Longello. Yeah. A player when we signed, obviously, from West Ham, from their under-21s. An exciting player. His first lone move out of West Ham to get some real first team. Uh, experience, he's coming. He's been injured, and what we're hearing here is we're hoping to have him back, and being able to feature potentially after the international break. Mm. So, you know, again, after that international break, we could potentially have Gardner back again putting his his name in the mix in that midfield, keeping performances good. Everyone's going to know, you know, he's going to be back in contention and Langello. Yeah. no, sure, is not too far away, hopefully. Either. Hopefully. I mean, we're looking at a month, but yeah. Langello definitely helps out and we're going to oh, touch yeah. on that wing back position. You know, he is a dedicated wing back, mm. can play left back. You know, he is that... Yeah, I mean, you know, missing as long puzzle piece really because
1: what, what his role is definitely we don't want another one Castillo, than, do we? Yeah, exactly. He Offers us a lot more than what we've currently got there, and we're going to touch on that because I've very strong views mm. on what I
0: saw at Coventry in that position. So that's for me is an exciting one, and if he is turned out to be a real player, you know, our team is just going to go from you know strength to strength, yep. definitely. So yeah. Watch this space. Mm. Hopefully, after the international break, we'll have a bit of a mix up and, you know, a bit more depth in the squad because it is what we desperately, desperately need. Mm. Right. I think that pretty much sums up this week's Blues News
1: phase. It doesn't. I want to touch on something else. Oh, and he drops a bomb. Yeah. Go on. I mean, recently, we saw saw recently um, talks of obviously what contracts are expiring. This season for Blues. Mm. Yeah. Some interesting names, I feel. Some not so exciting, but some interesting ones. Go on then, mate. I'll leave the more interesting ones to last. Oh, you
0: little tease. <laughs> There's not
1: too many, but yeah. Obviously, you've got the likes of John Ruddy. Pretty obvious. We sign him, him up again. But yeah, I'd love to Please. sign him up. I feel like he could potentially retire years old. But I also feel like if he was to stay another season, why not sign for Blues?
0: No, I think we're definitely in our names in the hat, isn't yeah. it? As a yeah, first choice, so. surely he wants to be in the Midlands, his family are here, they're settled. It's just whether he you know man, look at his performances. I, I don't know, think he's unreal. hanging up his boots just yet. Yeah. I think he's got I
1: think he'll hopefully sign. Okay, we got George Friend. Okay. Nico Gordon. Hmm. Troy Deaney. Troy Deaney. Jonathan Lecco. Harley Silence. Dean. Yeah, okay. Mm. And then the final, most interesting one, Maxime Collin. Right, okay. He's the most interesting one, do you think? <coughs> what about Troy Deeney? Excuse me. What about
0: Mr. Troy Deeney?
1: Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Troy is up there, but. That's All right, so which Troy ones do you Dini think Dini's.
0: are the big losses there then? If, yeah, if of we course. weren't there's, there, a deal. there's
1: two that are the huge losses here. Go on then Troy Deeney, mm. Maxime Collin. Mm. They're the two that I think we definitely need to at least have talks with Maxim Collin for sure I think it'd be a big loss if we had to go into the market to try and look for a right back and try yeah. and fill in that skill gap Troy Deeney obviously we can all agree the output isn't there but again we've seen the role I think that he's I think fulfilling at the moment we've seen that he is doing well I think you've got to be careful when
0: you say the output the though, haven't you if you're saying output in terms of okay, goal scoring, goals got this season. no that's true that's true but if we also look at his performances on the pitch, I think...
1: Okay, how many, last... many goal-scoring chances has he had this season?
0: Yeah, but how many times... And um, it is just the way he is playing. And again, yeah, I don't exactly. know if it's being... Well, I don't know if it's being... That's the best. No, but if you do look at his impact on the team, I think he does have an impact. Yeah. I think he's definitely a leader. He's definitely really well-respected around the club. Respected by the fans, definitely. And I think... It was very easy, and I was one of them who could criticise him and did criticise him towards the end of last season and maybe even coming into this season. But especially the last couple of games, I do think he's really really turned up as a team
1: player. I definitely want more from him. I I mean, how many goals has he scored in a blue shirt? Like four in Um, two seasons? Yeah, I think it's around that, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong... I want him there for a lot of reasons. I just, yeah, output wise, he is beneath the mark. He definitely has an impact, but yeah, stats speak for themselves.
0: But would you want to see him? Would you want us to sign him for another? Yeah, I don't know
1: how. I don't know how long. Maybe I don't know a, a year with an, you know, an option to sign another year or something like that. I think you might have another good season in him. I don't think maybe two... I think two seasons might be too much.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, genuinely, I am... And I do rate Troy, and I do enjoy yeah. him at the club. I have a lot of time for him, and I do think, you know, he's a good player. But yeah, I think that's a player that you probably...
1: He's on the decline
0: for sure. 100%, yeah. You and just you, look at his players. Him, He's 34
1: yeah. now. It's... um, Yeah, I think another season is probably the best you're going to get of him. Yeah. Yeah. The worry is, though, you look at the up front...
0: You know, within another year, you know, you've got Juki who's definitely oh, yeah. you got one coming basically. towards the end of his career. Yeah. Or, you know, I guess his ability playing at this level, I do generally think and to continue to be really competitive. Yeah. Same with Deeney, you know, and then we're looking, you know, Hogan, Hogan's 30. Yeah. But, you know, he's kind of coming into, I think he's having a great yeah, season yeah. so far, I've you can't argue. To, yeah. But again, you know. You're looking like you said, yeah. One real senior striker, mm. one real senior goal scorer. So it just goes back, doesn't it? And we've said it so many times. We can't keep relying on that loan market no. because the players go back, and we do in certain positions have an aging squad. So it's yep. all gonna hit us at one point, yep. and that it probably is gonna hit us at the end of the season. Really, yep. you're gonna. Ha- you we've got no choice but to look into the market and get the signings you can't just you know like we saw in the transfer window just you know the window shut with us bringing no senior striker in yeah, yeah. so um we'll see. yeah colin i think you made a great point faze about yeah i think yeah, if we yeah, lose him no doubt we miss him and yeah to bring in another player with his impact and it's his gonna quality, difficult. it's going to cost, and yeah, they are hard to find. They I mean, out of find. the other
1: names, the only ones that really spring out to me are, obviously we spoke about Ruddy, if we can get another year out of yeah. him, perfect. Yeah. I think Nico Gordon we should try and sign, just because, I mean, if he stays how he is, you know, features in the squad when he can, I feel like we could get some money out of him in the future.
0: What is the thing, when I look at Nico Gordon, I know he's got a lot of fans, uh, you know or blue noses who who are behind him, but for me, don't get me wrong, I, I do think you know he's a decent player. Mm. But do I see him?
1: He's not. I don't see him as, a as a start. Exactly, I don't either.
0: Yeah. I don't either.
1: Jordan James, I like Jordan James. George, yeah. Shull, I genuinely do see could feature in the squad for the future. Yeah, Nika Gordon, I do see it as more of like he's got potential there to yeah. sell on and hopefully serve us business wise.
0: And I still think he's got. That's why I feel like this injury he's got at the minute. Yeah is a big one really because he needs to still in my eyes he still needs to prove himself.
1: Oh yeah, he needs to cement himself in the squad for you sure. Know,
0: yeah, massively. Yeah. So I, I, mean, do, I, mean, I do I do feel for him. Bowyer
1: obviously trusts him, but obviously under Eustace he hasn't been proven yet.
0: No, and even under Bowyer, you know, like I said, rate the lad definitely but did have mistakes and I do yeah. think he's still got a job to do yeah. to really prove himself. As a championship centre back, so yeah,
1: well we'll have to see see yeah. with that one, but yeah, I, I mean just, either way, some there's potential, but some in interesting names. Rock. So I thought I'd just throw it in the podcast. Come on, no, that's it. Oh, that's okay. I'm just saying that was the list.
0: There was another one that you mentioned, and I thought it was interesting. Guys, have a look through the list again. You want me to read them out again?
1: I'm just quickly run them through. Jonathan Lecko, Hardy Dean, yeah, Jordan and M- Graham, ten. done. Oh. Yeah, them three. George Friend.
0: Yeah, George Friend's probably going to go into a coaching staff role anyway. Yeah, I reckon yeah, I, I reckon also. that'll end about him. But Harley Dean, Harley Dean, Tr- been trying
1: to offload him
0: for yeah, a while.
1: I, I think he's just someone who genuinely. I know. Is
0: he just going to literally see out his contract because yeah. you can't get I rid mean, of ideally
1: him? ideally, you'd want you'd want money for him, but I I genuinely think clearly it's a hard negotiation to have with other clubs, and that's and he's why he hasn't as moved as well. on yet. Yeah. yeah, I think he's someone who probably isn't willing to negotiate that wage, and that's why he's staying on the books. It'd be interesting to see if he does feature as well for us when he is
0: fit, because we I are seeing
1: so. a lot of the stuff on YouTube he's featuring in, isn't I know, it? I know, he's quite a big so, writer, like. yeah. I mean, that's why in the Cov game we were kind of questioning why... Um, yeah, he wasn't involved, or involved he didn't fill in, Colin, instead of Colin in coming
0: inside, yeah.
1: But yeah, I don't know. An interesting one. Obviously, he's injured, so he's injured. But we will see after international break. If yeah. Robbo is out, you do want a centre back, don't you? You do want a centre back in that role.
0: Well, yeah, it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. Colin can play his natural position, you know, or you know, he allows Colin to play left wing back, and maybe Williams at right wing and back, and the defence. We are playing solid. the
1: wedge. So if we can't, I know, him in and if we're not going to get there, rid of him, exactly, there's no
0: point having him just sitting on the bench, is there? But, yeah, we'll see with that one. Uh, Jonathan Leko.
1: Yeah. If we can get... He re- is featuring more. Yeah, season, which he is, interesting, is, but, but yeah. he's just got
0: bad habits, hasn't he? And and, and they're genuinely... He's very raw. Go. It's
1: always the same thing that we say, which is basically he does too much on the ball. And it's something that's been consistent. Obviously, it's hard to see as a blue nose because he doesn't play every game. He doesn't get necessarily lots of minutes. But even this season where he has looked better... It's still the same story. Yeah, It's it still is. the same story that he's, he does too much on the ball, ends <laughs> up losing it, Yeah, makes the wrong choices. Yeah. Just naive, basically. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I've just said, I think the word is he's hes raw. Jordan Graham, I think we'll leave this there okay, because I yeah. feel like we'll come back to it <laughs> right, in our game okay. reviews. Yeah, all right, perfect. Well, with that
0: beautiful segue, let's get on to the games then. It has been the battle of the Midlands, hasn't it, in the it championship has, this past week. And let's start with, with Albion. Yeah, we'll coming start with in, Albion. Coming into the game, we were massive, massive underdogs. I would know because I put a little bet on the game. I put a little bet on the Blues to win. I put a fiver on. And as you know, three, two winners the Blue Boys were. I got a cheeky little £42.50 win back, also put a little bet on Bellingham scoring <laughs> and as we know, that story went my way as well so, betting wise that was a great day, it was. off a tenner, I think I got 112 quid, so can't go wrong there, no, no. can't go wrong there, if we look at the lineup, enough about me, enough about me gloating about my win uh, John Ruddy in goal, the back three trusty, Roberts Sanderson we had Colin in at right back, or right wing back. We had uh, Josh Williams in at left wing back in the midfield. You had Bielik, Chong and Bakuna just in front of him. And then we had Hogan and Dini up top. Mm.
1: Strong team. Strong team. Apart from... Um, yeah, <laughs> Apart from... Um, I was going to say, like obviously, I like Williams, but I would have liked to see Longelo like we mentioned, just to see... Well, what as his been... natural position at Longelo, yeah. Williams is more of a right back...
0: But again, a player's got a lot to prove and I don't think he did himself any harm. and no, I don't no, think he's, he's done didn't. himself no, any harm no, this no, whole no. week.
1: Like I said, I do think he's a good player for us. I do. I
0: think there's definitely a player there yeah. and he's good to have. You know. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that anyway. No. I think the biggest talking point from the game, the Albin game, is obviously Scott
1: Hogan's yeah. beautiful, can I say, hat-trick. A proper hat-trick yeah, there. a proper hat-trick. First hat-trick for Blues and a proper hat-trick. Yeah. Mass. Him... His linked up play with Bakuna. Bakuna. Bakuna had a game, oh yeah, a game and a half. One of his best games I've seen him in a blue shirt. I think I saw something like hundred percent of passes completed or something ridiculous like really? that as well. On top wow. of it, okay. obviously two assists as well. But yeah, yeah, it was yeah. He was unbelievable. The first
0: goal, first goal. Bakuna slides it in through the a defender's legs. I
1: know. Early on as well. What was it? About fifteen minutes, fourteen minutes, something uh, like that. I'll there tell you, mate, go.
0: 14 minutes. There you go. 14 minutes, like I said, picks it up, edge of the box, or just outside the box, just outside of the box. slots it through yeah. the defender's legs. I don't even see that ball being on. No, I know. Yeah. Hogan slots comes right into through. it, creates the angle for himself, slots it back across his body, and yeah. Great finish. And you have to say, another day... I think Hogan messes that up because oh, he no. gets into his own head. Yeah, but there's a theme with that. I'm worried. There's a theme yeah. with that. Another, on, another day, the on another day he don't get that hatch. Yeah, he comes yeah. away on another day he's with no goals. Zero goals. Yeah, exactly. But puts it away beautifully. Yeah. Beautifully. But that lead don't last very long. Nah. Twenty three minutes. Jed Wallace goes in. And what was he? Turning, turning, turning. Good finish. What can you say? I think it was a lapse of yeah. concentration. I mode. think it was
1: just, yeah, it was pass caught uh, Williams out, went through behind him, tried to slide and intercept it, obviously. His positioning was a bit off. Jed Wallace threw on goal. Good equaliser, really.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: But we looked good. Yeah, yeah. We looked competitive, especially that in that first half. Our counter-attack was on. Exactly. Our players were playing well team looked like they wanted it yeah and we were saying this as well obviously coming off that Preston win we were saying keep that momentum the players must be high morale blah blah yeah. and it showed I think yeah and I think Bielik as well
0: yeah is it's a shame because he had to come off around half time yeah. with a head injury but his impact I think is huge mm especially with players like Chong and Bakuna playing in the midfield, he's just like their anchor and it allows them to be really creative. And he's good at what he does. He's a big man. He's good with his feet. He's got a good range of passing. And he's he, he can really drive with the ball, which is really good. Yeah. And he's not that head tennis player, you know, panics. No, he brings the ball yeah. down. You know, he gets good, his head up. He's good he's at good, distributing it out wide as well, which I know. obviously
1: we play wing play. He he is good at even doing that. No, because that's
0: what we said about Ryan Woods and that we yeah. might miss it, but Beelects come in yeah. and genuinely he is for me, I think is a bit of an unsung hero so yep. far. And I think you're going to see as long as you can keep him fit. Oh yeah. That's I think the he, big mark. he might go under the radar. He's a game people. Changer yeah, first. exactly. He might go under the radar because people look at, you know, the real exciting players like Chong, you know, Bakuna who, you know, are going to get assists, hopefully going to get goals, blah, blah, blah. But he is like the underpinning, you know, player who I just think allows those guys to yep. really play. Yep. Um, so he again, even though he had only forty five minutes in his you know, to play, he was a big, big thing in the first half. Jordan James comes on, did a massive job because he had big boots to fill in the second half. Yeah.
1: I mean the the whole story of the game really was obviously West Brom were dominant in terms of possession. Definitely it was just, they had a lot uh, of shots as well. They yeah. Had
0: 18 shots. Only was it yeah, only five on oh, target. Oh no, I was gonna
1: say, not there wasn't so, too much yeah. testing, Ruddy.
0: Whereas, uh, you know, we had seven shots, three on target, yeah. obviously three goals. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, you know, as with Blues and with football, you know, you have spells of, I guess, when they come on top. And I think we saw it particularly when we started the second half. They started fairly strong, yeah. but we completely killed them off the with the second attack. goal. Exactly. And who started it off, really? Yeah. Your man Troy Deeney, with the beautiful yeah. first time, like... What do you call that? Alin's step, like half volley, mm. straight out to Bakuna. Bakuna's up, uh, out by the touchline, looks over. You can see two defenders and Hogan just running through the middle. The ball was what? Was weighted to absolute perfection. He's played it across the two defenders, right into Hogan's path. You know, literally we're talking inches away from the defender's reach, right into Hogan's path. And Hogan puts his side foot through it, comes in off the post. It was a beautiful finish. Mm. I mean, when I saw it, you're just thinking, no, this can't be, do you know what I mean? He's going to mess this up, he's going to mess this up, and then it goes
1: in. And it just settled us, didn't it? It settled us it completely. Did. It did. I mean, things got even better. Like we said, the story, even after that goal, was sort of not inviting the pressure. We we dealt with it well, generally, but they did have a lot of the ball. We were a lot of men behind the ball yeah. waiting for that counter-attack. And while it was a little bit nervy, obviously they brought on that Asante.
0: Well, that was fairly... That Was
1: was that Quite before late. or after was, the...
0: Was that before or after Hogan got his third? I can't I believe, like, really let's remember. Let's talk
1: about the third goal. Yeah, the third because was... Uh, uh, it's so unlike uh, Hogan. What, well, just fantastic well. individual play you yeah. have to put it down to? I was expecting, I mean, you could see Chong running into the box. I was fully expecting the way that yeah. Hogan was set up, he was just going to dish it back to Chong. Yeah. Obviously felt it that day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Took it on his the own. The ball went
0: over. took him out wide, didn't it? Yeah. But he dribbled himself back in you could see the defenders. I don't think the defender. I mean, the defenders kind of stood back off of him because I didn't think they ever thought he was going to go from that angle to even get a shot on. I think they were expecting him to go inside um, and look for a ball or cross it, whatever. But Hogan, yeah, he was feeling it. Mm. And it was like, what was it? Like a little toe poke through the keeper's legs. Third goal. I couldn't even believe it when I saw the ball hit. You know, you could see the the net ripple I couldn't, you know, when it went in, I couldn't even yeah, see the ball go in, yeah. And that was it. That was the game deaded. I mean, yeah. in typical Blues fashion, you know, it's always going to be a nervy affair and this one it lived up to that. Yeah. Because on the end, yeah,
1: but I thought, I thought, once we scored that goal, Hogan. Well, you
0: said trish, it. You went, the game's dead.
1: I thought the game was completely dead. Yeah, I didn't see I West Brom it. getting back into it. I didn't see, it, even though they were putting the pressure on us, like yeah. you said, five shots on target... I didn't see them actually putting one in the net. I just yeah. thought, you know, we're dealing with it. We, yeah, we're inviting the pressure, but Trusty Sanderson, yeah, what's they're dealing with it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was all good until Asante, who was—he's just a big guy, isn't he? Man, he's huge. He what do you mean? He's just a, a big, big guy. guy. He's
0: absolutely huge. That's the first time I've seen him in you know in real life. I mm. guess playing and. What a
1: unit. Yeah. I said to you like, man, we could have done with him. Yeah. Because it was between us and, and Albion, wasn't and it? He was just coming off the back of scoring was it a winner? Yeah, he scored before? their winner of like the week. 98th yeah, or something, something ridiculous. ridiculous.
0: And he does look he does look like a nuisance man. Yeah. He's gonna throw his weight around, he's quick. Yeah. Well, he I mean, wants the ball he's own goal.
1: Ball's got in behind. Sanderson has taken him out. He has, but, but it was not a penalty. It wasn't. That's it was why we not need VAR in the championship. Yeah,
0: there's no way near it was a It wasn't, just outside. It was, but I also feel like at full pace, I watched the game. I oh, know, I oh,
1: know, you can see, you, you
0: can know, see it's out of the box. Regardless of the, um,
1: yeah, regardless of any replay, you can see that's yeah, yeah, outside yeah. the box. You can, you can. I'm surprised the commentators didn't make more of a deal. I know, they, yeah. Because they didn't. They were kind of just like, I guess, because it was three-one, blah, blah, blah. They kind of, and it's blues. I know, but it made a bloody
0: nervy affair because yeah, I know, then,
1: that. as you can imagine, they were absolutely on top of yeah, us yeah. then, and it was just shot after shot All it after takes shot after is after one shot. header. All it takes is one tapping.
0: Yeah, shot after shot after shot, and you're just thinking, man, you know,
1: are they going to bring this back to three-three? Yeah. In a game where it's a much needed three points as well.
0: But game management was there. We held on. I think Hannibal is the Don at game management. Get him on the ball. He holds it, shields it well, he frustrates players. You know, was it he got like hacked down, he's there rolling on the floor, you know, wasting time. He He knows knows exactly what he's he's doing. doing. He gets the fans rolled up. I'm just waiting for his first start because he's know, knocking on the door. know, saying that, he, I know, he's wins. good off the bench as well. Man, he's such an impact player. Definitely an impact player. You know, player, I'd, I'd want to
1: see him. Like, I, I think that, that great little mark is bringing him on about 60th minute, giving him a good amount of time. Yeah. But I would love to see him start. I'm just saying, as a sub, he also does it. He is a great little impact player. Man, there's no doubt about that. He really does. He really does. Great, great player,
0: but yeah, he's. It's also difficult because who's he coming on for? Yeah, I know. I you know, know. Chong is showing. I know his quality exactly. and he's just getting Bakuna's better. Bacuna, Bacuna, and yeah. Belic. Belic is one a different position to him. Yeah, and yeah, he is. Like I said, he's that anchor. He's the underpinning player. You'd have player. to change formation, basically. Well, You'd yeah, have to change We've to got four to see. in the middle. Yeah. Well, four in the bloody middle, four
1: centre mids. No, not. I think four in midfield. Yeah,
0: but I mean, it's a great problem to have. I mean, it's a great yeah. problem to have a hungry player like that being able to come off the bench and he loves it. You know, the fans are really taking to him. He's definitely taking to the club. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think all in all, an amazing game, and it we was. were absolutely flying. I mean, we couldn't even get tickets to the
1: Albion nah. game. Um I wish say, we were there. Needless to say, every blue nose we've talked to about the game. No. as you imagine, as we it. saw
0: it, you know. Yeah. Limbs and we said it on our last episode about the Preston game, which obviously we were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the game it just felt different, you know, there was a real buzz around the place, and it was the same at the Albion game. You know, we've seen clips, we've spoken to a load of other fans, and they all said the same, you know. All the players coming together, you know, John Eustis coming into the crowd, you know, it does. It just feels uh, different. There's an exciting. Probably buzz made a few t-
1: fans uh, teary-eyed again. <laughs> Potentially, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially, maybe but, there were some flares in the crowd. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, the A fever. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, just there is,
0: in general, there is a buzz around the yeah, club. Yeah, there is. there is. You know that that even though the takeover deal hasn't been done, that, like, that cloak, you know, that, you know, feels like a fog over the clubs kind of, like, cleared. And it is back to just the football, you know. Mm. The, the football we're playing, the results we're picking up is giving us something to, to really get yeah. behind. And the players, like I said, when you see Hannibal yeah. coming, he's a lone player from yeah, United, yeah. you know, and he's coming to the and crowd, and yeah. everyone on, you know, Chong, you know, I think his latest post, you know, saying how how happy he is to be back at Blues and the warm
1: welcome he's getting and you know everyone's... Bakuna's got his own song now. Exactly. I mean, one thing is, like I, I still find it difficult to really nail down what I think of Eustace as an actual manager. But oh, one the, thing, yeah. I mean, I, I'm always joking about how literally every other word out of his mouth is talking about togetherness and all this. Yeah. But, you have to commend it, does genuinely seem like there's a change in the dressing room? It does genuinely yeah. seem like the team is actually together. And
0: he said it himself. And
1: every player in that dressing room wants to play for yeah, Burnley. Yeah. And, can and I can it. see can that. See yeah, you can see. It. I mean, I don't question any of the... Saying that, saying that, this could be a good segue to the Coventry game. All right, okay. Shall I just go straight into it? Oh yeah, let's do it now. I guess uh, the lineup was the lineup changed at oh, all? I don't. See. Uh, oh, um, other than Robbo, other than Robbo. Um, um,
0: Robbo and Graham Williams coming and Graham, in obviously yeah. So Graham came in at left wing back yeah. and uh Williams went out to his natural right, position yeah. at right back. Yeah. And I have to say I think Williams was commendable in that position. Yeah, yeah. All the criticisms that I had oh, what game was it for? It was the last home game before Preston it was. And I was really frustrated because he had space on the right wing. But he wasn't beating his man. You know, we needed him to beat his man. And he was getting caught in behind. Mm. I didn't see that this game. He looked a lot more confident. Again, he was coming back off of everyone's great performance and probably the buzz that, you know, the the Albion game gave everyone. There you go then, yeah. But he was really good, I have to say. I think, you know... He was willing to take his man on, yeah. did beat his man on, got yeah. some crosses in. Yeah. And when he didn't get crosses in, he's looking inside to play inside yeah. and continuing his run. Yeah, yeah. It was um, just being a, so yeah, was, a little nuisance. Yeah, it? and I think he did have a really good performance. I yeah. think you're going to now talk, and if you're not, I'm going to talk about the other wing, yeah, yeah. Uh, left wing yeah.
1: back and uh, Jordan Graham. Yeah. Take yeah. us away. I mean, just quickly going into the game, obviously coming off of West Brom, I thought, We've got a nail Coventry. Yeah. Sitting down and the bottom of the table. Even though, you know, obviously they've got, I think, what is it, like six, five, six games played. There are a few behind. Yeah. I did think, you know, they're there to be had, basically, especially on the morale that we've got. But yeah, I think, the reason I thought it was a good segue is because I think there were a couple of performances that were lacklustre. Namely, in particular, Jordan Graham out on that left wing back position. Yeah,
0: I have to say this. And I'm not a big
1: fan of Singling out players. No, no, but, but this was. I think I think have a to know this one. Yeah. yeah, it's a noticeable uh, gap there. I mean, it wasn't just defensively; even it was no. attacking-wise. You know, continuously mistakes not getting the ball over the first man continuously. Yeah, there being mistakes, whether it's like a poor even first clearances. Touch. You know, he's clearances scuffing. were the biggest
0: going forward. Just yep. slow, looking yep. negative, yep. coming back. You know, one of them, he goes to pass it back, and plays it back into the to the direct line of the striker, yep, who yep. gets onto it, gets a shot away. If yep. Ruddy
1: isn't the exactly. keeper that he is, exactly. we go down. Another one, a clearance, just in the box, simple clearance. He's got the time to boot it. He's gone yeah. to boot it. Trickles off his foot, straight for an opportunity for them. Getting caught out in possession, giving yep. possession
0: away. Yep. You know. Even his runs, they're just not there. Not no. supporting any of I know the players Chong moving for on the, the ball. Left.
1: Even though some of Chong's passes were a bit poor out to him on the wing, I guess so. But we yeah, said the this, idea didn't we? was there. Is it because the ball was slightly off? I don't there was really. The ball was off.
0: Some yeah, but I also think. But the
1: idea was there either way. Graham
0: isn't one anticipating or too yeah. willing to put either that running.
1: Graham should be putting the running, even if the ball's yeah. off. Th- the problem was that. The run wasn't even there. He didn't even choose to do the run when he should be. You know, you want that sort of um, link-up play where you can expect he's anticipating that Chong's going to play that pass. Yeah, yeah. But either way, yeah, that wasn't there. And I think, especially in the way that we play, that was one of the key drivers into our overall, really, not poor performance, but what the game ended up being, which was a 0-0 draw.
0: Yeah, and a game, if you look at it as a whole, very forgetful. Yeah, I mean, it was just scrappy, basically. It was. Our first half performance, I think, was awful. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was I literally was really waiting poor. for half-time just yeah. so
1: Eustace could have a word.
0: And I did. I thought, man, recoup. I would potentially take Graham off Yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, thought, I was thought, to be honest.
1: Poor. Yeah, th- th- there, there was, was getting a statement caught, to be made there.
0: And we were getting caught in behind as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it, I was know, just... it was making it was making a harder job for Trusty for sure. you yeah. could see him a few times. I mean, we'll talk about quickly Sanderson. Yeah, um, I remember in particular a ball Sanderson did good little ball across from from obviously his position across to Graham on the left. Graham had the time ready to touch it, went to touch it, went off his foot, went out for a throw in, and you could see even the frustration from Sanderson there. Didn't he had point... a go at Graham. Basically saying, I think he stuck up like two fingers. He put two fingers like saying, that's twice now. Yeah, and you could just see, like, obviously the knock-on effect from Graham having a poor game to that back line. Yeah. You know, I mean, you could see for sure Trusty having to work harder, getting a bit frustrated at that. Obviously, Sanderson sticking the two fingers up. It was just unnecessary pressure because of a weak link, which is what happens when you've got five at the back.
0: I think that just happens at any... In you know, any football team, if one player isn't yeah. um, you know, pulling their way, you get dragged out of position and against good teams you're gonna get
1: penalised. Yeah. And to be fair to him, apart from their final chances, apart from that final ball, Kov, especially the first half, were passing it around well, they were creating good channels for passes. Yeah, they just didn't have that one, final. Twos. They just didn't have the final pass or the final shot. That got my uh, that got my goal, but yeah. there were a few times where I'm thinking, bloody, are they one pass away f- here from getting behind? To unlocking us, yeah. You know they'd pass it around the midfield. Well, they'd pass it around our defenders. Well, it just, yeah. Luckily, Sanderson, Colly, and Trusty stayed strong and didn't let that final pass come through. But other than that, some risky chances there. Yeah, I mean, some good saves from Bloody yeah, in the first half, say. second half. Didn't yeah, have to do much. Not much. Not much. I think their goalkeeper had a had a great yeah, game. Yeah, He did. Set again, it was a it was a game where first half Ruddy had to make a few saves. Second half I think yeah. Their, their keeper keep, did keep him in it, really. He did. I mean we,
0: I, I had to take it back, but man, we should have been one 0 up in the yeah, first fifteen minutes I with know. Bakuna. I know. You think, you know, got ice in his veins, Bakuna's gonna hit the ball yeah, good straight ball in the back of the net. Ball comes in, you know, and he's just side-footed it and sky managed to right sky over. it, you know, and it's, I think that summed up his game, you know. I do think, as we said earlier on in the podcast, fatigue definitely sat in.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I was going to say, like, uh, like I mentioned, t- like a couple of of performances, that was it. For me, it was Graham and it was Bakuna looking a bit... Just not his usual yeah. self, Bakuna. Lackluster, basically. Lackluster, yeah. A little bit
0: slow to the balls, a little bit slow moving the ball. Um, still a great player, still an yeah,
1: impactful player for us, but definitely. that's because it is Bakuna. Yeah,
0: he is yeah, he's yeah. a good player. Yeah, He's exactly. a key for us. Exactly. But, you know, we, I mean, another talking point, I guess, just a shame it was so late on in the game, was the red card. Yeah, yeah. You know, red card, definitely a red card for me. Yeah sure, and it was Hamer who went off. I think he's got like, one of the worst disciplinary records in the league. But you know, he was a good player for them. Mm. So you know, once that went, I think he went in the 89th minute. Yeah. You know, we then turned turned up the gears. As you, man. Hope. I mean, last the but last, yeah, last going to say. the ball trust a
1: corner. Yeah. One that I thought we genuinely stole the goal on. Yeah, I mean, literally their keeper saved it pretty much on yeah. the line. I'm forgetting even about Hogan's chance here. His header—it oh, yeah. literally looked like it. I, I think mean, Hogan wasn't did everything he could control do. Control yeah. of the keeper, you know, once he he saved it, but it was still the ball was still moving around in his hands. So yeah, true. So yeah, true. there were a couple of chances that. where Blues we could, could have, have genuinely stolen and it. edged it. Yeah, yeah. But Overall, I would have to say, yeah. Overall, it was really a nil-nil game. I but think But there so, were yeah. chances where yeah, we could have stolen points. we could have edged it.
0: We could have edged it. And if we did, bloody hell, it would have been bloody great, wouldn't it? But I think we have to look at the last week. Albion, we always knew it was going to be a tough game, a derby. It's kind of like, you know, when it is a derby form, everything goes out of window. And then mm. followed by commentary. You know, a game that, you know, after the win I wanted to see us win but seeing our performance you have to say yeah a draw I think is fair for yeah. both as well for both teams but from two games from a possible six we've walked away with four yeah. so you know happy with that and overall Definitely. you know September has been a good month it in has- terms of performances in terms of points picked up yep. you know again even if we look at the commentary game positives are there yeah, yeah, we are stringing passes together. Yeah, we did have got ninety minutes in his tank and showed again the quality player that he is. Ruddy got a clean sheet. Um, you know, Hannibal came on. You saw yeah. a little bit more of what he's got to offer as well oh. on the ball. Little tricky player still looked strong. Exactly. Even without, with Colin yeah, yeah in I think yeah position. to start with, you could see Colin was a little bit yeah. shaky, but he's not a centre back. Um. But overall, I think we have to take it. And if we look at the first 10 games of the season, you know, we've got 12 points so far. It seems to be clicking more Mm. now. Like I said, we've mentioned the togetherness of the squad and we've got players to come back off injury who, even if they're not in the starting 11, they are going to shuffle the pack, give us more options and make us more competitive, which is what... Eustace keeps saying his aim is to keep us competitive
1: yeah I mean we're going to international break now but a tough return when we get back
0: yeah Sheffield United away Sheffield United if you remember last season Maxine Collins goal 1-0 win let's see if we can do it again yeah yeah. but the boys have got a bit of a break I think they need it after the busy schedule they've had fingers crossed we can uh, yeah go from strength to strength I think that all but sums us up, Faze. Before we do wrap up the episode, again, a shameless plug for the socials. Get us and follow us on our socials. You can find us on Instagram, at the Tilton2.
1: Yep, Twitter, Facebook, at the Tilton2. And again, the YouTube. On record. The Tilton2. We'll be back next Wednesday with a new video, a new and updated background. In the meantime, like, comment, share, subscribe enjoy the content we've already got up there and look forward to what's to come exactly from the two and two and from the blue boys
0: indeed until well before i close off we will be back same time next week the international break will not stop us we'll no. be back with more content so again that is it's looking good man it's looking good we've got a new podcast episode and a new youtube video so watch this space Until next time, Faze. Keep right on. Keep right on.